in Luke 11, verse 1, it says, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. So today we're looking at the Lord's Prayer, and with this, this heart of, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray, not with not maybe in the ways we have learned before, maybe in just connecting with our Heavenly Father. Not with the big eloquent words, which those can be fine, but it's about our hearts, connecting to our Father in Heaven. And so, um, you know, often when we hear the Lord's Prayer, or read the Lord's Prayer, or pray the Lord's Prayer, often it can start losing, the words of the, of the prayer can start losing some of the meaning. You know, if we pray this, and I'm not trying to say don't pray it often, we, I think we should pray it often, but sometimes we, we lose some of the meaning of the words, and we just kind of gloss over them. Our mind just kind of says the words without praying through the words, without really thinking about what these mean. I remember when I first or Ellen and I, our family was first moving to Colorado. I think the very first day we were getting to Colorado, we had driven in and we saw the mountains. And they were glorious. <laughs> they, were, they were just like breathtaking. We, we couldn't understand how people could live in Colorado and not just stare at the mountains all the time. And I remember that, that first day we were just like, wow, we're just driving on the interstate and we just see these mountains and we just praise God. Just, God is so glorious. What He makes is amazing. And, and I even remember, remember thinking, or maybe I even said it out loud, I hope that when we live here, we don't lose the excitement of seeing this wonderful scenery. These, these mountains that God made that are, that are so beautiful and glorious, breathtaking, I hope that we don't lose that. Every time we, we see these mountains, we're like, wow, God is good. This is amazing. And I, I remember about a year later, after we had been living there about a year, driving on interstate one time, not really noticing the mountains. And it, it hit me. I've seen these mountains so often. They start losing the, the meaning. They start losing their grandeur. I, I, my mind just kind of thinks this is normal. This is not that special. And so my prayer for each of us is that when we pray the Lord's Prayer, it's not just some words that we've said maybe our whole lives. Maybe it's not a prayer that you know very well. But we want to come to this prayer with a, fresh, with a freshness today that we would be excited about worshiping the Lord and praying and seeking His name. So if you would turn, to me, turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. This is Matthew 5 through 7 is what's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's where Jesus gave a, very, a, very, a sermon that covered many things. And kind of right in the middle of this sermon, Jesus wants to teach his followers the heart of prayer. 
And so, starting in verse 5 of Matthew 6, Jesus says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in in their synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And I just want to pause here. I I don't think it's... I hope our hearts aren't just in it for the reward. Okay? But Jesus is is saying that these, these Pharisees that are standing up and just showing everybody how wonderful they can use these words and how wonderful they are praying... That, that's all it is. That's all it is. So he said they've received their reward because people think they're great. But not to God. So he says in verse 7, when you pray, do not keep babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So he's saying... It's not about saying and saying and saying things over and over. It's not about babbling on. It's not about necessarily all our big words. He's saying, actually, it's not about our words. It's about our relationship with the Father. Because the Father knows what we need. The Father knows what we need, and what we need is Jesus. We need a relationship with with Jesus and His Spirit through the Father. And so Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. And we pray this this morning, but we're just going to focus on this first part. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I know often when I pray this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I just say it so fast that I don't even think about any of those words. But what does it mean that we pray to our Father? What is Jesus saying here? I mean, God had a lot of great God has a lot of great titles, and I believe that we should proclaim those names. Those because they, they show us a lot about God and His mercy and His grace. But Jesus doesn't say all those other names. He says, Pray our Father. He says, Father. Because He wants us to realize that we are dependent children. That we are in a relationship, not just with some God somewhere, but with our Heavenly Father that truly loves us. That truly wants to listen and be in communication with us. Hear our hearts. But I notice, He doesn't just say, Pray, my Father. And I'm not trying to say it's wrong to say my Father when I'm praying. But Jesus uses the word our. He says our Father. And I think that's not a coincidence. Because he's talking to a group of people that want to know how to pray. That want to know how to, to be in relationship with our Father. And our Father, one of the ways that we are in relationship with our Father is in relationship with each other. We are brothers and sisters. 
It's not just me and my father. It's not just you and your father and you and your father. No, it's, it's that we are siblings in Christ. When you have come to Jesus, when you have accepted His salvation, He gives you new life. The old is gone and the new has come, and you are born into God's family. Therefore, we are all children of God. And so, as a family, let's be dependent on our Father. But it's not just about our Father. It's also that we are in relationship to each other. And so many times, Jesus talks about how if we are hating our brother or sister, now He's talking about brother or sister most of the time in Christ, our family of God. If we hate our brother or sister, how can the, the love of God be in you? And that's those strong words. But how can you have hate and love? The answer is you can't. So let's, let's not be hating. Let's not be... Like when, when, when there's problems, when, we, when someone offends us or when we do something wrong with that, let's get right. Let's show each other that we can love in the name of Jesus. And we can forgive in the name of Jesus. That we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So our, our first point today is that the Lord teaches us to pray together as children to our Father. We pray as a family. As a family that trusts in God. But not just some God, it's our Father. So let's, let's be dependent on on our Father. There's lots of ways how to pray, but what's key is it's whom we pray to. It's whom we're in relationship with, and it is our Father. There's a few times that, that the word Abba is used in the New Testament, and Abba is a, another way of, of saying like Daddy or Dada. And Jesus uses this word a few times in his prayer with his father. Even on the, the night he's betrayed, and he's praying and he says, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. He's, he's showing his complete dependence on his, his daddy. When, when one of my kids says, Daddy, there's just a tenderness that that I want to, to help them. I want to be with them. I want to be close in relationship. Even, even if things have gone bad, but they come to me and say, Papa. Like Annie. Papa. There's just a tenderness. Paul says, because you are His children, God sent the Spirit of His Son, the Spirit of Jesus, in our hearts, the Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's children. And since you are His children, God made you also an heir. So are we praying to dependently? Are we praying dependently to our, our Father in relationship with our siblings? So I want to encourage us to pray that the Holy Spirit would make us like dependent children in the way that we relate to the Father. So let's pray.
Father, we thank You that You are our God. We thank You that You listen and that You are in relationship with us. God, we thank You that You are our Father. And Lord, I pray that we would be dependent on You. That for everything we need, for everything we want, that we would trust You and we would seek You. Lord, I pray that we would be kind to each other. I pray that we would be in unity with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, show us where we need to forgive. Show us where we need to ask to be forgiven. And we, just, we trust that you, by your Spirit, will help us be dependent on you. In Jesus' name, amen. So now what I want you to do is I want you just to get with a few people right around you. A few people right around you and just pray this. That the, thanking God that he's the, the good father. Thanking God for what that means that we are in relationship with him. And you can pray, Holy Spirit, make me like a dependent child in the way that I relate. The way that we relate to our father. So just take a few minutes and pray together. You 
So God is our good, good Father. And we are loved by Him. So when Jesus says, pray our Father, let's think of that. Our Father wants to hear what's on our hearts, even though He knows. He wants us to know that we are loved. And that He is good. He is life-giving. He's the heir He's in the air that we breathe. And in this next part of, of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus said, Our Father in heaven. Now, I, I know that's just two more words, and we, we're going to use more sentences later, but we're just looking at these two words, in heaven. Jesus says to pray, Our Father in heaven. Now, I know this is to distinguish this. Not, we're not talking to our earthly dads. But Jesus actually doesn't say two words in, in Greek. He, he, says, he says, in the heavens. He uses plural here. Now, that's a little bit surprising to us, and I know most of the translations will say in heaven because that's what we understand. But in the people, that, the, the context of the people that Jesus was talking to, his disciples would understand in the heavens means a little differently than what we think of in the heavens. We see often in the, in the Psalms especially, the heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens. They, they weren't just thinking about a faraway place where God is. Where God is in heaven. Yes, He is in heaven. Right? And that's where Jesus is too. He's, he's with the Father in heaven. But, not just in heaven. He's in the heavens. The, it's not just the skies. It's not just... It's more than what we think of as heaven. 
It's including the sky. It's including the air that we breathe, the atmosphere. And so when Jesus says, pray to our Father who is in the heavens, he's saying that God is everywhere. God, yes, he dwells in a place where we're going to be someday in heaven with him, those who trust in Jesus. But he's not saying that God is there now and that's the only place he is. We know that God can be everywhere at once. In fact, is everywhere. And so Jesus wants us to, to be reminded that we pray to our Father who's everywhere. Our Father who's, who's far away and very near at the same time. So we can look up at the heavens and we can declare that God is good. We can see in the heavens that God is, is there, but He's also here. And our second point today is just really simply that our, we pray to our Father. The Lord teaches us to pray to our Father who is near. His presence is here. He sends His Holy Spirit to be with us, to dwell in all of the believers, in all of the people that trust in Jesus. And so our Father, His presence isn't just far away. But it's near. It's near to us. It's here. And, and so we can, wherever we are, whether we're meeting together in person or we're by ourselves, we can pray to our Father who's near. And God's, God and His presence, when we really fully experience God's presence, our lives are going to be different. Our lives are going to be changed. The, the desires that we have, like our teams winning or losing, and that's what's, well, I, I'm, I like sports. And so when my teams lose, like yesterday, I'm tempted to be really mad because that's what I've been used to my whole life. And I get a little mad. <laughs> but I'm trying. Because in God's presence, it doesn't matter about anything else. It doesn't matter. We are in God's presence. And God wants to hear the concerns that we have in our hearts. And I don't think the concerns are always what He needs to hear. But He wants to hear because He's a good, good Father. And He wants to be in a relationship with us. And He cares about us. You know, but with His Spirit, His Spirit leads us to repentance. His Spirit shows us where we are wrong, where we have sinned, where we continue to sin, where we continue to seek after the things of this world instead of Him. And it says in Romans that God's kindness leads us to repentance. God is kind. And in His kindness, we want to, to feel His presence, to experience Him, to know He is not just far away, but He's near with us. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So our Father is near. And our Father wants mostly that we are right with Him. That we are... Now, it doesn't mean He's not going to come to us. He comes to us in our sin. He sent Jesus 
to come to us while we were in, while we were in our sin. But He doesn't want us to stay in our sin. And so His kindness leads us to repentance. So, I want us to encourage each of us that to be praying that the Holy Spirit would increase our awareness to the Father's presence. That the Holy Spirit would be increasing our awareness that we need Him in everything. That we need Him not just on Sundays, not just sometimes, not just when things are hard. But we need the presence of our Father. Our Heavenly Father who loves us and says, You are mine. Pray. Jesus, thank You that You're teaching us to, to seek out our Heavenly Father who is in the heavens, who is in heaven, the place that we think of, but also the places all around the earth, everywhere. There's no way that we can hide from Your love. There's no physical place that we can go apart from You. And so, Lord, we, we ask that Your Spirit would increase our awareness that You are with us and that You are near. And Lord, we pray as we, as we experience more and more of You and, and, and in Your joy, that Your kindness would lead us to repent. That You would show us the sin. Maybe it's sin that we don't even realize we have. But maybe it's sin that we just don't want to say no to anymore. Or we don't want to confess. The sin that has easily entangled us. That sin that maybe we didn't even realize is keeping us from, from being, feeling close to You, our Father. And so Lord, I pray that we would each examine our hearts. That we would each find by Your Spirit, would, would show us what, where we need to confess. And that we would be right with You, Jesus. Right with our Father, by Your Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now we're going to practice that again, praying. But this time, let's just pray individually. You can pray silently. But I want you to do that. I want you to be praying that the Holy Spirit would increase your awareness. Our awareness of the Father's presence who is near. But take some time and really let the Holy Spirit examine your heart. If there's things we need to confess, please don't wait to do that. Because the Lord is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins. He will purify us from all unrighteousness. Jesus Christ is our Lord. And our Lord tells us to pray to our Father in heaven. And He says, Hallowed be your name. Hallowed is, is this word that we don't use very often anymore outside the Lord's Prayer, probably. But hallowed means to sanctify or to revere or to make and keep holy. We want the name of God to be holy. To, we keep it holy. We make it holy. 
we revere God's name. We set it apart. To hallow something is to make it the most important thing in your life. The most important thing is worship. So are we worshiping the name of the Lord? Are we worshiping and declaring who He is? So hallowed be your name is our prayer that Jesus has us to pray, teaches us. And this isn't these words that we have to say, but it's, it's the heart of the message that we keep His name holy. We keep His name sanctified. We keep His name and who God is is the most important thing. And that's what we worship. We worship God. And so if there's other things in our lives that compete with our worship, then we need to bring that to our Father. And we pray declaring who He is. So Jesus reminds us, and He teaches us, for our third point today, is to, that we pray declaring who He is. And who is God? He is holy. Hallowed be Your name. We pray declaring the goodness of God. There's so many ways that we can pray this. The Psalms are full of them. Read through many, turn, turn to any Psalm, and there's most places that it talks about declaring who God is and keeping His name holy and singing for joy, like we heard this morning, singing for joy. In Psalm 99, it says, it's in our bulletin too today, but it says, the Lord reigns. Let the earth, or let, let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over the nations. Let them praise your great an awesome name that every we just saying this that every knee will bow on heaven and on earth it says that in Philippians 2 that every knee will bow at the name of Jesus it says in Psalm 99 let let them praise your great and awesome name he is holy god is holy to re be revered to be respected to be set apart but also He is the God that brings us to Him. He brings us to Him and listens to us. That doesn't mean He does what we want Him to do, but He cares and He listens. And He wants us to seek Him with all our hearts. Again in Psalm 99, in verse 5 it says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at His footstool. He is holy. This, this, this picture, we worship, we bow down and we worship. He's the only thing that matters. He's the only one worthy of our praise. We worship God alone. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. The Trinity is who we worship. In verse 9 here of Psalm 99, it says, Exalt the Lord, our God, and worship at His holy mountain." For the Lord our God is holy. Over and over and over we hear that God 
is holy and His name is great. So let's pray that we would have a heart that seeks to praise our Father's name. Declaring who He is and giving Him glory. All glory and honor to Him. In our bulletins today we have, and throughout this month we've been doing this, the, the prayer team is inviting us to be praying through, through the week. And today it says for February 26th, Thanksgiving. Lord God, help me to remember to give thanks to you, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in all things and to maintain an attitude of prayer. And that's, that's his desire, is that we are seeking him in prayer, that we are seeking him and glorifying his name, praising him, making his name famous, making his name glorious. He doesn't need us to do that but he likes it and it gives him honor. And so let's have this same attitude, the same attitude from Colossians 1:3 that in in all things and to maintain this attitude in prayer that God is holy, that we are trusting him, we are declaring who he is, and that we are asking his spirit to give us a heart that seeks to always declare his praises, not just in our personal lives, but throughout this world, that we would praise and honor him, showing the goodness of God to those around us. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I just invite you to give us each a heart that seeks to praise, that seeks to praise our Father's name, to seeks to give God glory that seeks to worship God alone. Lord, we confess when, when there's other things that compete with the worship that we have for our Father. Lord, we pray that we would have a heart after your heart. That we would pray declaring your praises day and night we would meditate on your truth and trust in your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen.